0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Trucker's Podcast, FYI. I am your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. It is the 5th of September, 2022. It is also Labor Day here across North America and probably other parts of the world. Um, causes of homelessness and some other topics we will get to. America. Thanks for joining me. morning ladies and gentlemen it is ten thirty a.m here in southern ontario canada sorry about earlier this uh this morning uh with the interruptions um personal uh, reasons why i had to just um, stop the show um hopefully we don't get any more uh, interruptions uh but i just want to um, mention uh this morning as well. Um it's another sad day um here in Canada. Um what transpired uh, yesterday um in Alberta two individuals went on a stabbing spree killing 10 people, injuring 15 others in Alberta. My condolences goes out to the families. This is just, you know, it's senseless. It's it's just uncomprehensible. It's, I don't know. I don't, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what the hell is wrong with some people. I I really don't know. Can't even wrap my head around it. Why anybody would even, would do this. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host Doug from Ontario, Canada. Um, Yeah, just before you come on my show here, just mentioning that, you know, it's a a sad day across Canada and um, in Alberta. Um, a stabbing spree that killed 10 people, injured 15 others. And, uh, like I said, my condolences go out so to the families and I hope that the Royal Canadian Mounted Police can find these suspects and, and arrest them and bring them to justice. Um, just senseless. It's just, it's just unbelievable. Um, labor day monday um, across canada and the united states and you know maybe other parts of 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 the world that um celebrate the the, the work for the, the workforce movement you know from the beginning when uh back in the mid 1800s here in canada um where you know workers didn't have any protections. Unions couldn't form. If you complained about your wage, you could be fired. You know, there was no such thing as as job security. You worked 12 hour days and, you know, and then when the labor movement started to form, you know, um, the major city um, here in in, in Canada, here in Ontario, uh, Toronto back in the mid-1800s where people tried to form a union and they were arrested. And um, not long after that, you know, the Prime Minister Sir A. MacDonald um, then decided that, you know, hey, you know, this should be something that needs to be dealt with. And this should be, um, you know, it became a national holiday for the labor movement. And then, you know, uh, workers began to, you know, start to get, um, start to get rights, started to get uh, safe workplaces. You know, and then, you know, the Second World War, where um oh you know our 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 fellow citizens went off to went off to war and then women step in to the workforce you know and and their struggles and and their movements you know throughout history you know to um to be accepted into the workplace and and you know everything that goes on um, um with their with their but their struggles still today, when it when it when it comes to um, equal pay, you know, and and we're still not there. And this is the twenty first century, you know. They, I think, right now, I think women, you know, they they roughly make probably like eighty six cents to to a dollar of, of what a male makes. You know, it's still I've got a long ways to go. I mean, when it comes to pay equity and equality and and everything else in the labor, in the labor movement, you know, but now, you know, in workplaces, you know, they have so many policies, you know, when it comes to um, harassments and um, I guess, you know, the color of your skin or where you come from. You know you can't be discriminated against you know in, in the workforce or, or applying for a job you know just because where you come from or who you are you know but we still you know it's just, it's just we still have a long ways to go you know still in the labor movement we, we really do when it, even when it comes to fair wages and when it comes to, um, when it comes to uh, low wages, you know, we need to still be looking at that and making minimum wage, you know, I mean, it's really tough for a lot of people, you know, here in Ontario, the minimum wage is 1675 an hour. And that's still tough to make ends meet, especially now, you know, with the cost of everything going up and for single parents, you know, to, to able to go to work, pay the bills, put food on the table and they're living paycheck to paycheck. There's nothing left over at the end of the month. Causes of homelessness. Anybody can experience homelessness and it just takes a loss of a job you know so people you know who experience homelessness are not distinct and separate from the rest of the population and in fact, the line between being housed and unhoused is quite fluent in general. And the pathways in, into and out of homelessness are neither linear nor uniform. Individuals with families who experience the homelessness may not share much in common with each other. Aside from the fact that they're extremely vulnerable. And the lack of, of of adequate housing and income, and the necessary supports to ensure they stay housed. The lack of adequate housing. See back in you know like the you know late seventies and into the eighties you know, uh, you know the government um, building affordable housings, which as known here in the city of london ontario is called london housing we're thinking you know that's gonna you know that's gonna be enough and um you know we won't need any more affordable housing for anything and, and things like that but that's not the case it just isn't we don't have enough affordable housing we are in a situation in this country, right across Canada, that we have a crisis. We have a homeless crisis. And, and we also, in this country of Canada, we have a healthcare crisis. That is going on right now. The necessary supports. Yes, you know uh, homeless shelters. Uh, we have in the city. It's an inner uh, inner community um, uh, center that uh, people can can go and and see a doctor if they don't have a family doctor, and and these supports are, you know, in a community where, you know, they, uh, they have the shelters, they have all the other outreach, outreach programs, Well, we're short on staff too, we're short on volunteers. We're short on solutions. You know, in the past few weeks, you know, I was was watching, uh, you know, it was in the news. And um, Vancouver, uh, British Columbia on the west coast of Canada, um, in the Lower East Side, downtown Lower East Side, it became Tent City. And that's not their, their, their only problem down there on the east side uh, of Vancouver. Addiction also is a crisis, not just in Vancouver, but all over Canada. It is not just the major cities that have drug and alcohol. Addiction problems It's the rural areas as well and people would think well, you know the rural areas the farmlands the small towns You know, how could they have a problem? How could they have an addiction problem? How could they have a homeless problem? They do It's just not major cities So we have the lack of housing we have we have um the lack of, you know, of income and and other necessary supports to ensure that they stay housed. You know, the causes of homelessness reflect an uh, intricate interplay between structural factors, system failures, and individual circumstances. And the homelessness is usually the result of the cumulative impact of a number of factors rather than a single cause. Mental illness. Addiction. It's not just because someone lost their job and and they can or, or they or they you know they lost their job, they're only making minimum wage and they're living paycheck to paycheck. That's not that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg. now when the, when we talk about the structural factors that are very economical and social issues that affect opportunities and social environments for individuals so key factors can, can, can include like the the lack of adequate income i just mentioned so you may you know not just minimum wage but you know for a single person who may be on a disability You know, maybe a single person um, who is on welfare, you know, so a single person on welfare, I think it is, it is something like, I don't think it's any more than $600 for somebody who is on a disability, like ODSP, I think like a single person is maybe like $750. there's no rent that is $750. We always talk about rent control. They, they, they talk about, you know, in, in uh, apartment high rises, um, even uh, semi-detached and, and stuff like that, um, looking for places that, you know, the government can subsidize, you know, a portion of their rent, and the individual pays, you know, say a hundred dollars. So for rent subsidies. two winters ago here in the city of london ontario the uh municipal government so the mayor mm-hmm. city council come up with this idea that they will uh they, they purchased um all of these um construction trailers and they would place them in a, in a, in a certain area so they, they would have to you know update all these trailers with the wiring and put heat in them um they even had uh one there where they it was it was uh set up for a kitchen uh so they could get meals and uh, another one was set up for showers and it was for selected individuals who were homeless, that they, that they know that, you know, they would be the ones who be able to, once they get housing, that they would be able to stay in a home. And again, um, they tried it uh, this winter just passed. Or just last winter, um, putting up uh, uh, these trailers in certain areas of the city, you know, for and, and also they, you know, they would have, you know, staff there twenty four seven. They so they would get, um, you know, the supports that they needed. So it's probably something they're going to be doing again coming coming uh, in, into the late fall into into the winter and it's the you know the access to affordable housing and health supports and other experiences of, of discrimination how you doing today i'm your host doug from ontario canada Yeah, you're, it's a little low. I have, I think I have my volume as high as I can get it. So.
1: I just got this new phone, so try to bear with me at least today.
0: Sure, not a problem.
1: Uh, so, uh, uh, I'm not sure what your name is. I'm, I'm Jarrell. It looks like you're a, a trucker.
0: I am a trucker, and my name is Doug
1: excellent. Uh, a lot of my high school buddies are truckers. Okay. It looks, it looks like you're you're beating on on a lot of the um, everyday mundane problems that the everyday man has and woman and child. Exactly. Now I, I'd like to ask you what kind of um, of a background do you have when it comes to the good book in any way, shape, or form.
0: As a background, as a book, as a good book of what book are you talking about?
1: The scripture. You know, did you go to uh, on Sundays? Did you, did you stay away from it? Did you read it on your own? Did you not, you know,
0: what's your background on that? Oh, for going to church and reading the Bible? Sure. I did when I was a kid. Um, We, in my family, we weren't. You know, it wasn't something that, you know, uh, we weren't made to go to church every Sunday. It was your choice to go to church if you wanted to, or you wanted to go to Sunday school, you know, or, or whatever uh, the, the case may sound be. Sound yeah. Catholic, then. <laughs> yeah. You know, my father, um, he uh, he went to church every single Sunday. You know, uh, we had that choice. We, we, we want to go to church. He didn't want to go to church. So that was, you know, that was left up, up, up to us. Pardon?
1: What denomination, if you don't mind me asking?
0: Oh, I guess I would be, uh, um, well, when, when I was a kid, I went to a United Church. So I guess, you know, I'm, I'm Protestant.
1: I'm assuming that it just, uh, pro- it probably didn't get past the English. You didn't get into the concordances or the interlinears or anything like that? No. Okay. No. Because, you know, basically, what, you know you how know they say the um, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and doing the same thing, expecting a different result?
0: But yeah, you're expecting a different result, but you're still in the same place. Right. Well, that's basically how the scripture is. It's just
1: thousands of years of history where we can see ourselves, our ancestors, our people in nations where we used to be doing the same exact thing. Expecting a different result.
0: Sure, I I can agree with
1: that. You know, they say there's nothing new under the sun, and history repeats itself.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, I was raised Catholic, but I was also raised by a second-class petty officer that was the equivalent of a sergeant who was raised by a Marine. And he would literally tell me from my diapers, "You, you better wake up, buddy, use your head. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, he'd say, you know, I believe, but I don't want to hear nothing about that. You know, I'm I'm busy watching the Tigers game.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: You know, and I, I think it's kind of funny how in every corner here, you know, they can do all this high grade science and stuff like that. But yet when I'm 17 years old and it says, you know, to fill out my application for Burger King, And I put down, and it says Caucasian, and I said, that's a funny word. And then I look up the Caucasus Mountains, and it just happens to be the Israelite past. Uh So it's like, well, we Americans, we're taught from children that we evolved from fish and toads and monkeys and stuff like that. But we have no idea where we came from as a nation and as people.
0: No, you're absolutely you're absolutely right about that because I mean even here in, in, in Canada I mean I remember going to grade school and um, you know and up on up on the wall you know it, it would, the, the, the sign would be up there and it would say something like mankind you know and then you know like the evolution then it and it would it would show like the monkey or the ape and then moving up into man and I'm you know, like six years old thinking, did we come from that? Right? <laughs> like, right. like who? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Because we don't know, you know, as where so where we come dad, from. As soon as I came home with my Catholic uniform on
1: and, and I'm at the Catholic school and they said, oh, all the devil worshipers light off incense and bow down before satanic idols of the devil. Now let's go do it. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. And then I go home and my dad's like, "They're not touching you, are they?" I'm like, "Why are you sending me to the Church of the Devil?"
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: You know them by their fruits. If they're trying to touch your your little boys and stuff like that, you know that it's the devil. Yeah. Right off the rip. You don't need to ask anymore. No. You know, and you look in the good book, and what does it say? That the synagogue of Satan, and what is described with Rome as the Church of Satan. So. All you gotta do is ask those two people, the people that translated the Old and the New Testament, hey, who's your God? You know what? It doesn't even matter. I already know it's gonna be the devil, no matter which way you're gonna say it. Straight Mm -hmm. up. And I tell you, when we get back to our heritage and our history, I mean, do we're. I got people like in about to get uh, actually being filmed for like a, a new series of a TV show. Like the third season or something, and they're all worried about oh the abortions and the babies and the wars and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, you you got perverts on your corner bowing before satanic idols, and you're not worried about that? Oh yeah, that's right because you're still thinking that's just, that that's the right dude. Because when you automatically open, I mean, this is, this is our her- history, this is our heritage, this is our life's blood. You can go back to the foundation of American history, Puritans, and all that. And just because they latched on to false precepts doesn't mean we have to. You know, you look into the history and it says that we were always ear-tickled and we fell in with the traditions of the elders. When we have a book That proclaims one God with one holy name that never changes forever and you open up the book and there are two different names you automatically know your salvation was stolen a long time ago and anybody that wants to tell you and teach you and your children that you are better off dead in hell the grave (laughs) yeah that you might as well be in Saigon in Vietnam in the bamboo cage at that point Because that's the enemy talking to you. And you don't even need to know what the first name is. It doesn't matter what language, what tongue, or whatever. If there are two names when there should be one, the first one is automatically what God used to be. And it doesn't even matter what the second name is. You automatically know that that's what the devil will be. And then you look in the Old Testament, what does it say? Yahweh. Oh, you mean Yahuwah? Nope, you mean Yeshua. The Messiah that walked 2,000 years ago. And it was said that the devil would, all the way from Babylon, Baal, Zeus, would be proclaimed Christ in the end days. Baal, and then the X for Christ, which is the Greek letter Chi, Baal, Chi, Zeus, the Lord Jesus. you look down to the triple six, Christos Zulon Stigmata. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it literally says "Jesus Christ on the cross, crucified." The Roman crucifix before seventeen thirty-eight, when the letter J was invented, the word Jesus only occurred in the text one single time. That letter J just fused two different
0: words together. Yeah, well, I heard I heard somewhere that uh, the letter J is not even in the Hebrew uh, Hebrew language, whereas we come up with the Jehovah Witnesses.
1: Right, but they needed the J sound. It didn't matter if it was going to be a J, a G, or a C-H-I. Because that first letter, that triple six, is the letter Chi. So anything that could fit the bill to amalgamate those two together. Christ Zeus. Chi Zeus. Jesus. The devil. And we can't see him here. First of all. If I'm dealing with civilian congregations, dude, nobody even realizes they think Israel's in the Middle East, the sons of Cain. They don't even realize that the exceedingly fair, blushing, rosy-cheeked sons of Adam are here in the land of Israel we call America and all of our Israelite nations. But even the military congregations, dude, they have no clue, no clue the difference between God and the devil. And we wonder why we can't tell the difference between, you know, the other two groups. It's just sick. So when we see about the health care and about the babies starving and stuff like that, they're always saying, God, you know, life is so precious, the babies and stuff like that. And yes, they are. I mean, anybody who has children will say that. But at the same time, the hard line is, you know, with God, he'll wipe out 100,000 of us to save billions down the line. And he's called the bad guy for showing that kind of love. I tell you, it, it's just—it's just a breakdown of um, of American history. We don't bother. We literally will listen to anybody else, but take responsibility as men. I remember when I was a little child, Doug. And saying my god these this this stuff is so messed up I can hardly wait I can man I would love to go here and learn about the book way man they're a bunch of uh, perverts hell no but wait a minute they have interlinear's and concordances they just printed out just a few years before my birth now I could do it myself right you know but anybody that gets a lick of common sense and half a brain for some reason, wants to go off in the, sh- the streets and start shooting people. For
0: some reason. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean when yeah when when, when you talk about that too, um, I mean the whole you know one thing uh, you know about the United States is that the whole world is watching. Yeah. Right, and, and we have been. And it doesn't matter whether it's your elections or something has happened in all the school shootings you know, that that has been taking place and, and here we are, you know, uh another school year starting. You know, is this is this going to happen again? I mean, look, I mean I'm not saying Canada's perfect. I mean we're far from perfect, you know. Um we're just we're just reeling now. Yeah, we're just reeling now with Canadian woman.
1: In the far north, Canadian woman, you know, that's been preserved. You know, that that reads books, you know? Like holy crap. And that yeah. has a cute little accent and, and everything. That uh, that that's wonderful too, you know. Canadian and mm. British. I I love the best, but but yeah, I mean shit, you remember like back in the fifties somebody got a, a whiff that there was gonna be a school shooting? Dude, I literally had or have a pic, a photograph of the students and teachers sitting at the door with long rifles and no bad thing ever happened Uh it's just like japan like we don't want to come up against america you know like they have a a a gun behind every blade of grass yeah you know i mean we have our american sovereignty our rights and, and everything like that but then we have god's judgments for messing up this damn bad for this long and we should be thinking to ourselves you know what just like every time that's ever happened before we think all is all the things that we need to cling to instead of holy crap and knocking it off and correcting ourselves while it is still
0: easy for us to do It, it you know when, yeah it is um, it is fixable you know and you know everybody is not just the government in the united states or even Canada, or whatever the case may uh, may be you know the people too yeah you know it, it's it's up to all of us i mean look at i mean we put we vote and, and we put these individuals in, into government and we expect results yeah they're useful right Yeah, and we think that we think that they have the brains and, and you know the knowledge to to do all the right things and say we put our lives in their hands is what we do when we vote. We say,
1: you know what, Moses? We don't want to hear anymore. At least God kill us. You tell us the rest. We want a man between us and God. We we can't. No, we have to accept responsibility upon our own damn shoulders. Every kind of blessing, every kind of gift, has literally been dropped into our laps, and we have, we have squandered it. If it wasn't for the contracts, the covenants established with our forefathers, dude, we would we would have been wiped off the face of the earth a long time ago. We should be. Putting our head between our knees and start kissing our ass goodbye. Be we just kissing. Thank God, thank God for everything. I mean, mm-hmm. holy crap, dude. Oh mm-hmm.
0: my God. Yeah. So you know when it, you know, even when it, when it, when it comes to you know, I mean, basically, you know, every, every walk of life, everybody is is going to um, have some hardships. You know at, at some point you know in their lives you know yeah. poverty ha- has been around f- forever you know there's always been people who has low income there's always the, you know you you have the rich you have the middle class then you then you have
1: poverty well you have the 80 20 rule you know the pareto principle and, and they they say that it kind of makes it look like it's a right-wingist extremist kind of thing, like the 20% ruling over the 80%. But you got to think of it, dude. I mean, when really you break it down, that's like being on a military base between uh, the enlisted and the officers. You know, you got, you got the enlist out there doing the grunt work, but it, it's cool. All I got to do is haul all this crap. I don't have to use my head versus I have to use my head. Yeah, it's cushy. But, man, it's not easy. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we work hard so that you have it easy. If anybody says anything about, like I saw the disclaimer when I first came here, about racism or bigotry or whatever, all you got to do is look up that video on YouTube, immigration described with gumballs. If your cup doesn't run over and other cups are leeching off of yours, and you're just gonna hurt way more
0: people if you hurt yourself first. You gotta take yeah. care of yourself first. Well, you do, you do. You know. Um, so, I mean, I mean, just like America, and you know, Canada, other parts of the world, you know, in in a in a uh, democratic um, society. Um, you know, people working and stuff like that, you know, when it comes to wages, you know, of course, you have the minimum wage, we have the minimum wage, you know, you know, moderate countries, you know, have have the minimum wage and and, and things like that, you know, just in the past, I think it's just just in the past five years that, um, you know, the the minimum wage um, has started to go up. You know, but it's not equal across the board. I mean, every single province has a set minimum wage. Right here in Ontario, Canada, the set minimum wage is 1675 an hour. But yeah, if you look around what's happening now, you know, with the with the rise of interest rates, the, the, the prices of everything going up, well, that's 1675 is It would be like someone making, you know, $12 an hour, you know? So, I mean, we're, we're facing, you know, people thinking, oh, you know, people who are homeless, you know, um, it's going to take care of itself. Um, that, that sort of thing, but it's not going to take care of itself. And I mean, first of all, I mean, there's a lot of, we don't, our, 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 we do have like supports in place, but we don't, we don't have enough people. We don't have enough volunteers. This 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 homelessness has been going on far too long. That maybe politicians thought maybe it would just go away and fix itself. We're in a crisis. We're 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 in a we're in a homeless crisis in this country.
1: It's horrible, and it's horrible. Yeah. But, but the one thing is, dude. You know, you know, being raised Navy, you know, instead of Army and stuff like that, dude. You know, the Army is notorious for fighting the wrong enemy, and why keep on fighting this uphill, unending battle? You know that it, that, that you can never win. When you can just go up the river a bit and pass up all those tributaries and block up the main source you know and stop everything and like I say to these people man every goddamn day it's been over two goddamn thousand years dude in this devil he's been around running around like a goddamn cockroach and every time somebody tries to put the light on him dude, he scurries back to the shadows It's not something fantasy, it's not make-believe, it's just that, you know, terminologies have changed. What we call demonic possession in the ancient past, we would call parasitical mind control. You eat nasty crap, bugs will go into your brain, secrete neurotoxins, which will manipulate your brain and, and your behavior. That's just common sense nowadays, but still... People can't connect faith with fact it's just crazy you know and I tell you you know like what it says in um, somewhere in the New Testament I believe somewhere in new second uh, Corinthians maybe where we are not written on tablets of stone but we are letters epistles letters Written by God on tablets of flesh, which meant all we had to do was wait for the th- right 3D imaging so that we could see what kind of maybe figures, images, but ancient text we could find. And now we do see it. Back in two thousand seven, seventeen maybe at the most, scientists and uh, Jagger... Uh, A geology and a computer programmer, Greg Braden, came out with a book and a series entitled The God Code, where he was able to narrow down that in God's holy temple, the scroll of life, our DNA, the temple scroll, was written in an ancient Middle Eastern script. All right, he already fudged that up. Why didn't you say that logically and common sense that it's written, our DNA is written in the original Hebrew, dude? And he screwed that all up. Well, now we got the original images. Where, see, we're living in a day to we we can see deep images of NASA into the cosmos and stuff like that. See all around the bottoms of the oceans and see all this really wondrous stuff. But at the same time, God says in these end days, we would see a man sitting on a throne in the holies of holies, and in our forehead, we would find his name written. But yet, you have to find some guys off the street to show you instead of the government and media and your teachers teaching your children this, so that they would know that their God is a fact by science. Mm-hmm. But then again, If they took that same notion, then it would say, well, wait a minute. Triple six in in, uh, Revelation is the Chi Zai stigma. Jesus Christ on the cross crucified. That's the Roman crucifix. And then when we see this abomination of desolation in the holy place, then we know the time is nigh. So we see our God, Yeshua's name in our forehead, and we see Christ, Zeus, Jesus, Jesus on the cross pretend to be God in our chest cavity and wouldn't you know it not only does this it the scripture say that the heart is deceitful above all things but when you look into the heart basic of all things our heart is deceitful above all things I want to look at this deceiver what's what, what do I have to worry about with this for my children's lives sake and wouldn't you know it? Three tricuspid valves. Compare that to pictographic Hebrew, and you will see one thing and one thing only 666.
0: Yeah, we never have thought of even putting that kind of perspective, but yeah. Well, bro,
1: when you're laid out and your dad is a sergeant raised by a Marine that was in papers. In the DRC from Michigan to Ohio. And he says, baby boy, you're the only, you know, you basically you got to get your head out of your rump. You know, you're you're the only chance we got. And you didn't even know your own mother's face until after she was dead. But the only things that you ever knew about her were the slight little crumbs. But somehow, by latching on to your daddy's words of common sense, don't worry about idiots trying to distract you. Listen and do what's right screw everybody else being able to, and now I know my mother, by specific information. And I don't know if you're hooked up on it or if you would want to be or whatever, but I'm on Facebook or whatever and, and uh, Telegram and stuff where I can send video evidence and I just sound like a crazy dude saying some,
0: some stuff every once in a while or whatever, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, everybody has their has their um you know different different uh beliefs and, and and stuff like that and um i appreciate you know you sharing yours you know i mean you know that's, that that's fine so yeah and you're the, the the northern minority poverty law center yeah that's going up against the uh, southern poverty law
1: center with morris dees that was uh, went up against ruby ridge back in the day and slaughtered randy uh weaver's uh, a uh, family oh, okay asked, so it's kind of a, a tribute to him, you know? oh,
0: okay
1: they always put, uh, I don't know if you're ever, ever familiar with it because they kind of shuttled it off to the whole uh, uh was it the David Koresh thing
0: oh yeah 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 okay right and when you go back to Randy Weaver
1: dude they, they popped this dog then they then they murdered his little boy. And then they popped like the baby or the mother, you know, while you know, while they were in each other's arms. And they always put it down to a quarter inch of a rifle. They infiltrated this I did you hear about that? The the quarter inch of the rifle? No. Yeah. The whole thing was because his and they will never say this in the media, the govern the supposed government The uh, de facto against the de jure governments, if you understand what I'm saying with that, came up against each other. I can kind of understand. They infiltrated the church or whatever, but the dude kept on this plant, government plant, kept on pressing Randy Weaver. You can read the book uh, Committee of the States by um, Sherry uh, Seymour, I believe, and uh, it's, it's phenomenal. She was very impartial. But the thing was that they were getting ready to—they had delegates from several different states to reinstitute America's second Congress, the Committee of the States, so that it obviously could not be done. I mean, don't you think that every time that when somebody is in the service, that we're always, oh— Everybody's kissing our butts, right? But as soon as we are out of the service, honorably or not, no, we are always demonized as being crazy kooks. Yeah. Damn, you know? Yeah. Come
0: on. Yeah, they they, they, they they like you when you're in the service and, and they like it when you, you're protecting your country. But um, when you leave that service, you know, for whatever reasons, yeah, you know, it's you certainly... <laughs> Sort of treat it differently sometimes, you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, do
1: I was literally in my diapers being played, listening to World War Two documentaries and the bamboo cages of Vietnam, playing chess with my daddy saying, You want to play that crap, you know, just go back to your room. Crawl back yeah. to your room. You know, Obviously, if you put your palm there, I'm just going to swap off my, my, my bishop there and take your rook, you know? Are you even, are you even taking this seriously? Or is this yeah. Not? Yeah.
0: You know?
1: <laughs> Good old dad, you know? But, but that's Yeah.
0: Holy crap. Yeah. We really need to wake up as a people. I mean, really... I mean, for a lot of... for. A, for um, a lot of things Um, we need to, we, you know, people, you know, when it comes to misconceptions or or, or myths and and stuff like that, you know, about people who are, who are uh, homelessness, you know, um, the misinformation or disinformation out there, you know, why people are are, are looking at or who are homeless and stuff like that, you know, we need to really open up our eyes of, of, of looking back and, and finding what is the root cause of it, you know, not just blame somebody because they're homeless, you know, because, you know, they didn't choose to be homeless. It's not like they woke up one day saying, you know what, I just feel like living on the streets now. That's not, that's not how it is. There, there are plenty,
1: dude. There are worthless pieces of crap, you know, and our users, drug users, whores and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but there's lots of, there's lots of, 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 of reasons of reasons why people, um, who, who, uh, who become, um, alcoholics or drug users, or, you know, maybe they're forced into the streets, maybe they're forced into prostitution and stuff like that. And we, we can't, you know look at that disinformation and that misinformation about it because you know you have to have you know uh you have to have uh the the, the true facts uh of what is going on you know not just in canada in america but all the places around the world you know in a democracy it, you know countries like canada united states why in the 21st century or are we still having these problems? Right,
1: and we're sitting here with a book with se- written in supposedly several different languages that are all bass, backwards, and we can't even understand our own scriptures. Screw the wars, screw these billions of dollars in armaments and stuff like that, dude. How about we pour billions of dollars into a room of people, and you can put me in there too, and I've told. Randy Weaver's church owner, dude, get all your scholars, dude, and lock me in a room. We'll fast and we'll see who lasts the longest, dude. We're going to get out one way or the other. You know, either these errors are going to be corrected or they're not, and you're not. You know? Yeah. I'm so sick of the crap. I mean, it's common. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I am far from a rocket scientist, okay? I gotta call him back after we get done with this. Excuse me. Simple. Simple things, but at the same time, okay, I can understand there's business. And business is we gotta basically stick our tongue in somebody's ear. You know what I'm saying? Like Freddy Krueger, you know what I'm saying? And, and give them the shuck and jive to keep the doors open. But then there has to be the inner circle where it's like, oh, okay, now the smiles are done. Yeah, shit is bad. Now what are we going to do about it? But yet the men haven't even done their part and parcel. Yeah. I'm like, dude, literally I'm saying the same stupid shit I've been saying since I was... A little kid I couldn't even tie my shoes and nobody wants to listen. And now thirty years later, well, one of my exes was the most heavily strained woman in South Africa and now Randy Weaver's church's current owner. Yeah, we're doing our shows. And it's not any guys in the media either, because they're all self proclaimed fake leaders too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like I guess I don't want to get too heavy, you know, and in negative and stuff like that. You know, I'm trying to be as positive as possible. But you got yeah. weak people, the civilians. You gotta realize civilians are weak and you're stupid. Why? Because the the soldiers and the evil dudes that are man of the walls have protected you to the points that you are allowed to be. I like. I would love to be a civilian and not have to look over my fucking shoulder every goddamn minute. Yeah. That kind of shit. You know
0: what I'm saying? Can- so are you are you are you are you are you uh ever like are you still in the military? Oh I haven't been in Were the- you ever been in the like part of it? I have an honorable naval discharge. Oh, okay. So how many years did you just spend uh spend in the uh the military? got in right and we were in
1: base down in Jacksonville and I had two I think three top brass I believe we just shuttled across from Washington the one guy had been sipping a little bit and he looked at me he said you know what we are not an American military we do not serve American interests and I said yes sir I already knew that from the good book I was just here to confirm it okay simple as that you know? You, I mean you have to compare things to history. Otherwise yeah. you're just living like a beach blonde bubblehead on the beach. <laughs> look at me and my life. No, dude, we have to look beyond that. You know? Yeah. Through through I don't care if it's ten thousand, fifteen, a hundred thousand years show me the same goddamn pattern repeated over and over again. And whatever we're doing that's stupid, that we're doing the same of, we're going to knock that off. And whatever we should have done to begin with, that's what we're going to start to do now. You know? Yeah. But the thing is, dude, no matter, like, I, like, these guys on the corner, they, they talk about faith and belief and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. And they give this really good example where they talked about assessing the total project before starting the endeavor if you can't take into account the plumbing and the electrical and all the the work and the labor and the guys lunches because you don't want to be a douche you know why would you even start something because even scripture says in the end they will laugh at you for being a fool same thing with scripture are going to look at all the happy things? Oh, yeah, have faith and belief and stuff like that, and not look at, oh, wait a minute, it says not to uh, believe in the lying pens of the scribes. Don't trust the translations. Don't trust the Bible. Don't trust the holy babble, the total confusion, because the same thing that screwed our ancestors is screwing us now. They want to stay and keep us as stupid sheep. I'll be in the, in the well, yeah, it, it's the same basic premise. The more things change, the more they stay the same. And the one thing I've always noticed, especially in the Word of God, dude, when I was raised up, it was like, "Oh, you're so, you're stupid. You're a kid. What, what could you possibly know? We are the educated. We are the elite. But well, you know what? I got something you don't, dude. I got a little bit of heart." and i'm willing to lift a little bit of a finger and risk a half inch of my neck and the guillotine for my brothers and sisters if necessary but you know what navy not army so we're going to do it a little bit better we're going to do it on the beach baby and we're just going to press a button and then we're going to yeah. all have my ties afterwards you know why go ahead into the jungles with machetes, knights to throats and stuff like that, dude, where you can just go back and like kick it on the dance floor afterwards, you know, be like, it was such a hard game. you know? Yeah.
0: So, well, I want to thank you for coming on the show, um, sharing your thoughts and and stuff like that. Very interesting uh, uh, topic and, and stuff like that. And anybody else, you know, who listens to my show, uh, whether uh, you have taken the time to come on my show, if you have something you want to talk about, um, of course, you can always use the Um, call-ins. You're more than welcome to do that. And I appreciate you calling in and uh, giving us your thoughts. And And, if uh, you want to look me
1: up on the Facebook and stuff, I can show you. facts and evidence and stuff like that and we can
0: go from there if not then it was cool while it lasted you know yeah yeah no problem yeah appreciate you coming on here and like i said sharing your thoughts and uh um yeah always you're always uh you're always welcome here Uh, on the uh uh, okay all right uh you can just click off and and that'd be good Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah, we'll, uh, end the show here, here today. And, and of course, I mean, there's still always lots of, uh, uh, topics to talk about, but the show will continue about homelessness and that. So, um, this is a long weekend here across North America, you know, Canada the United States and other parts of, of the world Labor Day weekend. Um. Back to work. Um, I go tomorrow <laughs> until the weekend again. Um, that's when I try to get out to do uh, my shows. Is on the weekend and from time to time, uh, if I get the opportunity, the opportunity I do come out um, in midweek. Uh, but generally, the um, the weekends because um I do work long days I work you know 12 day, 12 hours a, 12 hours a day you know roughly you know I get up at 5 30 in the morning I got a 45 minute commute to work drive the transport truck all day and a 45 minute drive home So it's, it's you know I would t- I really honestly I mean I would, I would love to be able to do a show every single evening throughout Monday to Friday, but it's just not feasible. I can't guarantee it that I would be, out, you know, at a Pacific time, Monday to Friday, because it just might not happen. So that's why I like to, to have my shows on the weekends. And, um, Talk about whatever, you know, even if I'm on a topic about something and and you, you call in and you've got something to say, we go off topic for a bit, whatever, like that. I'm okay with that. You know, you're the listeners, right? You're the guests on my show, right? And uh, I will give you the time, you know, if you have something to say. As long as you're respectful you know be respectful you know because a lot of people on this comes on the show and a lot of people listen to this show as long as you're respectful I don't have a problem with you calling in and, and saying something that that's on your mind so um, until we meet again um, like I say if I do get out midweek you know, come out here and do a show, but we will continue this, this conversation um, about homelessness, you know, here in Canada and, you know, even maybe like the United States, we are in a, um, we are in, in, we're in a homeless crisis. We are in a healthcare crisis here in Canada. And we'll be talking about we will be talking about um, not just the homeless, but the healthcare crisis as uh, as well as what we're, as what we're facing. But I did uh, I did start my show off uh, by saying that you know it was uh, it was a it's a really sad day, um, you know here in Canada, in um, waking up to what transpired in Alberta, Canada yesterday um a stabbing spree 15 people were killed or i'm sorry 10 people were killed 15 people injured there's a manhunt going on across alberta right now uh for these individuals and my condolences go out to all the families and friends of these of the ones who have uh who are injured and the ones who have lost their lives um hopefully the the, the police can uh catch them sooner than later. But uh, until then, ladies and gentlemen, take care, have a safe uh, Labor Day, Monday, have a safe uh, work week. Kids going back to school, be safe out there. And hey, um, big, uh, thank you for joining
1: really me. Was my whole call on on the line? Or was, uh, were no, you it, wasn't.
0: During- no your, it wasn't. No, your, 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 com- no, your conversation was not on 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 here.
1: Okay, good. It wasn't embarrassing, but it would be nice to know because it would be kind of. I appreciate yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was not. <laughs> you're, you, I did not hear you speaking uh, while I was closing out the show. I didn't think so, but... All right. All right. Take care. I'll hear
1: from you later. You have a
0: good time. All night. right. Yeah, you too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me on the Truckers Podcast. Be safe out there. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Thank you.